0: Woo! there's a ton of controversy surrounding this film some people are super duper excited and cannot wait to get to the theaters to see this film while on the other hand some people are like wait a minute this is ridiculous they're changing history nothing is accurate they're making them out to be the heroes i'm boycotting this but what do i think well let's talk about it my name is brandon keith avery and this is just my opinion (laughs) Hey, what's going on, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Just My Opinion for my The Woman King movie review. And if this is your first time finding me and you happen to like the video, please give me that thumbs up and consider subscribing. All right, guys, we now have The Woman King, and this was a film that I was looking forward to. Look at the poster, look at Viola Davis, look at this cast right here. On the surface, you would say to yourself, why wouldn't I want to see this film? Already, it does look amazing. Now, we also have the director, Miss Gina Prince-Bythewood, and I am a big fan of her work. If we scroll down and look at her filmography, it is filled with great titles over the past years that I am a fan of. Of course, we have The Woman King. Also, Woman of the Movement is recent. I have not seen it but i've heard interesting things the old guard was pretty good too i did like that on netflix also guys beyond the lights that came out in 2014 i remember going to the theater to see that the secret lies of the bees girlfriends the bernie mac show but one of my favorites love and basketball this is a classic film to me and will always be great and when I found out that miss Gina Prince Bythewood was attached to this it did get me super duper excited now this movie the Woman King is based on true events and I will say base loosely because in Hollywood a lot of titles they say that they're based on true events but they do change things here and there and I will definitely be focusing on that a bit later on in this review but this does focus on the kingdom of dahomey in west africa in the 19th century and it says a historical epic that is based in alternate history of the kingdom of dahomey one of the most powerful states of africa in the 18th and 19th century more specifically the women amazon warriors and if you did not know and i'm pretty sure you do know now the Dora milaje that is in wakanda and marvel comics they were inspired by the Dahomey tribe the amazonian warriors and so if you do look at the real picture and also the Dora milaje you will see a lot of similarities there and like i said in my intro guys there is a lot of controversy surrounding this film we have people that like i said are super duper excited and have already reviewed it and gave it a raving review i've also seen people that are like nope the dahomey they were enemies of us they traded black people and captured slaves and i don't like how they are painting this group to be the heroes it doesn't make any sense i'm staying away from that and i understand both sides of the equation so as far as that's being concerned with my expectations i mean i still wanted a great movie and thought it would be good but i was feeling sometimes type of way about it myself not wanting them to change history that much at all i don't want them to do that not just with this movie but any movie or television show i did react to the trailer a number of times on my channel whether it was the intro trailer the official trailer behind the scenes footage of all that good stuff and i got mixed reactions from everybody but before i get into all the nitty-gritty before i talk about all my likes and dislikes let me tell you exactly what this film is all about. The Woman King is the remarkable story of the Agojie, the all-female unit of warriors who protected the African Kingdom of Dahomey in the 1800s with skills and fierceness unlike anything the world has ever seen. Inspired by true events, the Woman King follows the mostly epic journey of General Nanaska Oscar winner Viola Davis, as she trains the next generation of recruits and readies them for battle against an enemy determined to destroy their way of life, some things are worth fighting for. And that synopsis that I just read is very interesting because I noticed that it folks on the Nesca played by Viola Davis, the woman king and i'll talk about that in a second but not necessarily the whole the tribe or the whole the kingdom not saying that i wanted this film to do that because they reign over a hundred years this only focuses at the end of their reign at the end of their party specifically on how they train and focuses on nesca herself with some supporting cast they don't really talk about the whole slave trade in every aspect of life that the Dahomey Kingdom is involved in. And I do find that interesting. And guys, I did give a fresh out of theater reaction for this film. And I will say that overall, I did like it. We'll talk about all the history in just a moment and how I feel about that. And no, I am not a historian, but I did enjoy the film overall. One of the reasons is it does have a great cast. We have Viola Davis playing Aniska, the, the woman king, Lashana Lynch playing Izogi and also Sheila Atom playing Aminza. She popped up for me in Multiverse of Madness and also that film on Netflix that had Holly Berry as a MMA fighter or boxer. But I also have to show a lot of credit to Thuza Mbedu playing Na'Wi I'm probably butchering their names, and so I do apologize, but we're going to get back to her in just a moment. But I will say that the whole cast did a phenomenal job. And if you was going onto this movie just saying, hey, I want a nice action adventure. I want to see strong, powerful women that work hard for their rank, that work hard for their respect. And they are warriors and kick a whole bunch of ass I just want to see some nice fighting choreography and all that that is exactly what you're going to get in this movie and it does not waste any time to get there guys it is brutal they are stabbing people slicing people breaking bones body slamming the training itself is just nuts and I did enjoy it now it is not necessarily too violent because it is PG-13 and I am surprised by that because I did not realize that until after I saw the movie when I was watching I was just thinking to myself, okay, this is clearly rated R because of all the brutality and the violence. But when I thought about it and realized it was PG-13, I was saying to myself, wow, this there was no blood i really don't i don't remember seeing any blood splurting out anywhere at all so if you are a concerned parent and want to go take your children especially your daughter because i think that is another reason why this movie was possibly made and promoted the way it was to inspire little girls you know i don't think you have to worry about you know heads being chopped off and blood splatting everywhere like this is a quentin tarantino movie specifically kill bill volume one so great action it is brutal but there is not a lot of blood and i think that you will be okay and the cinematography in this film is great we have a ton of black dark-skinned women that fill up the cast and they all look gorgeous and they all look beautiful and i bring that up because hey as a black person we know that it is harder to film us to get the lighting right when we are shooting videos television shows hollywood movies etc and they did a great job filming all these beautiful black women in the daytime and especially at night. There's one scene in particular at the very very beginning, and it's in the trailers where the tribe raises up out of the grass, and it's at night, and everybody is glowing. I mean, that skin looked chocoly, 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 and I loved it. And I just stood out to me that something that most other people may not notice, but it stood out to me. And I was like, man, that looked great, especially in the dark right here. I was able, excuse me, to tell who was who and distinguish what was what very easily That was no problem at all so i have to give the visuals a thumbs up right there as well and this film does focus on the training a lot i did like that they earned their stripes big time and it just shows that you cannot just pick up a sword and swing it all willy-nilly and hope for the best no you better get your ass in there and train or you're going to die and this film does a great job of showcasing how hard all the training is and them using it in battle in war and man, it is amazing. There's also a great sense of culture in this film as well, and just showing what is important to them and what's not, and reasons why. I did like that a lot, and I can really understand how a lot of women, especially younger women, will resonate with this film, especially coming from Nawi, played by, like I said. Thuza and Beidou She was the best in this movie to me, and I love the relationship, the dynamic between Aneska and Nawi in this film. It was great, and it will pull on your heartstrings. And while you're watching this movie right here, and you're getting to know Nawi, you feel sorry for her. You like her a lot. You're able to relate to her. and Just be like you know what, I don't want to live this lifestyle. I think this is stupid. I want to be who I want to be, and I'm not going to let anybody control me. And I love that. I think that's the mindset that most people have today, but it's also interesting seeing it from her point of view in the 19th century. I love that. That was another great aspect of this film. And not just with her, but all the characters, all the women, specifically Viola Davis, when we see them in the marketing, when we see them in the trailer, they seem unstoppable. They seem fierce. They seem like they can withstand any type of damage, especially physically. And for the most part, that is kind of true. But we also get to see a softer side of them, especially from Naniska, Viola Davis, the woman king. I mean, she looks tough as a bag of rocks in the trailers. But when we see this movie, She still looks tough, but we also see a more vulnerable side to her. And we see how emotional she can be and what brings her down mentally. And I like that. It just kind of shows that she is a human being and she's just not as hard as steel, And she's just like everybody else. And I was able to relate to her character as far as that's concerned, too. Sometimes we all put up a front like, hey, I'm big and bad or that doesn't affect me or I have no feelings, etc. But yet when you get to your car, you're crying or you're crying yourself to sleep. We've all been there before, and I like how they show that side of her character too. But all of these women right here, Ninesca, Nawi, Izogi, Amenza, I liked all of these characters. I even liked Shanti, played by Jamie Lawson. Everybody did a great job. Even John Boyega as King Getzo. nobody did a bad job. Even with John Boyega, I I liked him. He did not do a bad job. He did a decent job, but I was saying to myself, I wonder what somebody else could have done in the role it didn't necessarily fit for me all the way. And I say that like, I know who King Gizzo is or I met him before or seen some type of real life depiction of the man i haven't but i was kind of saying that to myself but at the same time i'm not saying that john boyega did a bad job he did do a good job that's just something i was thinking about but i do care about all the characters some live some die and when some did die i was sad i was like damn i wish they would have made it i don't necessarily know how historically accurate that is but I was attached to these characters to say the least. And by the end of this movie, it kind of does give you good feeling vibes like everything is going to be okay and justice have been served and everybody not that bad. And in one sense, that's good because the film wants everybody to leave the theater feeling good about themselves, like they've accomplished something. And those are the vibes that was in the theater when the credits hit and the auditorium that I was in. However, I am still conflicted with those feelings and i do like how they brought up other tribes in this film with the oboe Uh, if i'm butchering that please forgive me and also the white supremacists. but herein lies the things that i did not care for i just talked about all the stuff i liked in the film but now let's transition to some things that i really didn't care for while there is a ton of fighting and brutality In this film and it is effective i will say it did make me a little uncomfortable i was a bit squeamish seeing black people slaughter other black people i did not enjoy that now that may be accurate as hell and i'm sure it is but still that's just something that i personally did not want to see on screen and i don't think i've ever seen it like this before in my entire life i mean there are some scenes where there is a big ass swole man with closed fists punching the hell out of a woman in the face, in her body, and you can hear the bass hit. I'm just like, golly, this is awful. I don't want to see this. It just makes me uncomfortable. It may be accurate. It may really have happened. And I know that African tribes have gone to war in real life. So it is what it is. But at the same time, you know, just tailor yourself a little bit because that is just something that you're just going to have to see. And I honestly just did not enjoy seeing black people kill other black people. At this mass, also, I kind of wish that they would have included more of the white supremacist involvement in the economy and in the slave trade. That was brushed over just a little bit. They could have shown more, in my opinion. It's kind of making me think like, oh, the reason why all this slave stuff happened is all black people's fault. I mean, whether or not the film is saying that, this is kind of the vibe I got. And so I wish they would have shown a little bit more of the white supremacist involvement, even though I know this is focusing on this specific tribe. That's just something that I wanted to see. Towards the end of the film, they may tickle your fancy with that white supremacist going down and all of that when all the action is going down i just kind of wanted to see it a little bit more and of course they do bring up the slave trade there are two moments two lines of dialogue in particular where a character does say hey i think us black people selling other black people to the europeans to the portuguese you know for the slave trade is immoral and we need to stop it That is what bothers me because I know that that is super duper fictional. They are painting this group out to be the good guys. Like they are only involved in this slave trade because they are a product of their environment and they can't help it. Opposed to the real truth that they were possibly the ringleaders of this and were enemies to tons of black people in Africa selling them as slaves. Now, it is an uncomfortable feeling because I feel like they're doing a complete 180 of history on what really happened in real life. They're painting this group, the Agoji, as he heroes as the saviors, when in reality it could have been the exact opposite of that and to be honest guys that does rub me the wrong way i really don't like it it does not mean that the movie is not good but when i'm watching i'm saying to myself wait a minute this line of dialogue makes no sense and that's not how i went down at all i mean imagine uh, look, look at it this way we have the civil war the american civil war that ended in 1865 We all know that the Union won, the North won because the South, the Confederates, they were trying to secede from the United States. Imagine a show, a series or a movie that painted the Union as the good guys of them saying, hey, we got to end slavery. We have to abolish slavery because this is wrong. It's immoral and we don't need to treat black people like that. That would be false yes the north won and was trying to flee the slaves but it wasn't because of the goodness of the hearts it was only because they was losing to the south economically you know what i'm saying so you know you want to appreciate learning don't know don't lie and change the narrative saying that you thought slavery was bad you know and you wanted to end it you just ended because you was losing money so it's kind of the same thing here don't make the agoji out to be the good guys when they only seemed like it was conflict because many parties did not have control of the slave trade. It was like, there was all evil. There was all bad, in my opinion. They just wanted control over everything and i don't like that they just kind of made it seem like the goji were ignorant to the fact and they just like when a light bulb went off like oh no this is wrong we have to stop it now instead of trading slaves let's trade palm oil and the palm oil thing is accurate to history but i just don't want to root for the bad guys and that's just kind of the vibe I got. but guys putting that aside and some people may get upset like what do you mean putting that aside i mean i still did enjoy the movie if what went down in the movie was completely accurate you know, I would feel much better about myself. But, I mean, I know that they did change some things that's blatantly obvious, and everybody knows that, so I'm still conflicted by this, to be honest with you. But guys, I will go ahead and give my rating for this at the very end, but for now, that is just my opinion, and I wanna thank you so much for tuning in. If you did enjoy this video, please go ahead and give me the thumbs up and subscribe to the channel, helping me reach my next milestone of 50,000 subscribers. And if you do subscribe to my channel, you're going to get movie reviews, spoiler movie reviews, series reviews like sins of our mother cobra kai rings of power also a weekly movie news roundup show interviews she hulk on disney plus power book three Raising canning and the rings of power and the mike tyson Hulu series also have some fresh out of the theater reactions right there as well and just some of the other things that i reviewed lately like ludicrous and queen latifah end of the road barbarian tarik nashi's eighth documentary film buck breaking hunk for jesus and there you go but, guys, if I had to rate The Woman King out of a 1 out of 10, I would give it an 8 out of 10. Yes, an 8 out of 10. But, guys, again, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. And before you go, don't forget that my name is Brandon Kithavery. and that's just my opinion. Peace.